Today, we are going to be speaking all about ways to spend more time alone and become your own best friend. I gotta say, I would definitely consider myself somewhat of an expert on this topic. I thought this topic was extremely relevant for February, especially as in a couple weeks from now, from the time that I'm filming this, Valentine's Day is around the corner. And whether you're in a relationship or whether you are single, it doesn't really matter. I think it is extremely important to practice self-love as much as it is to give love to the other people in your life. So. This is a perfect time to make this episode, in my opinion. I love spending time by myself. I won't even lie. I love doing things by myself. I obviously love doing things with other people. I love doing things with my boyfriend, my friends, my family. But if I am alone, I do not feel like I'm alone. I feel like I'm with a friend, me. And it wasn't always like that, don't get me wrong. It kind of would be a lie for me to say that it wasn't always like that. I think from a very young age, I felt comfortable being alone and independence was always something that I guess I was thrown into at a young age and so I learned to love it. There have of course been times in my life when I've experienced loneliness, uh, but in general, I really enjoy being alone. So this episode is something that I am going to love talking about. First things first, in order to actually become your own best friend. I think it is really important to actually treat yourself as if you are your best friend. Would you ever say to a real, like a best friend who wasn't yourself, like an external best friend or just a friend, think of someone in your life that you like and would consider someone of a friend. Would you ever tell them to their face that they look ugly? Or would you ever say to them, your outfit choice is horrendous, or you're having a really bad hair day? Like, would you ever verbally say those things, like volunteer that information? No, I would never say something like that to my friend, like randomly, because it's rude. It's not nice. It would make them feel bad. And there's no positive that you are going to get out of telling a friend that. Now, if it's constructive, if you have not left the house yet and they're saying like, does my outfit look x y and z and you want to share your genuine feelings about the outfit because they can change it and you're helping them in like a nice way and that's completely different but would you just while you're out tell your friend yo your outfit ugly when they have no opportunity to change it no you wouldn't we're more critical of ourselves than other people so have you ever been out before and caught a glimpse of yourself in the mirror and looked at yourself and been like oh my goodness I can't believe I chose to wear these shoes. I should have worn the other ones. Or, oh my goodness, like, did I really do my hair like that today? Like, it looks so bad. I should have curled it. I should have kept it down. Why did I put it up? You know, have you ever talked about yourself like that? I mean, I definitely have. If you want to become your friend, like, let alone a best friend, why are you talking to yourself in such a disrespectful way? I understand why it's like it just happens sometimes but I think the first step in order to become your own best friend truly is to start acknowledging the critiques that you're giving yourself that is something that is just not beneficial for you it's just like self 
hurting, deprecating, like those times that you're doing that, you need to become aware of that and you need to check yourself like in those situations. Like I literally, if I think something negative of myself, which doesn't happen too as often as before because I've become more aware of it. If something negative about myself pops up into my head, I will tell myself like, hey, why would you say that? Like, don't say that about yourself. And then I'll cancel it out by saying something positive about myself. And I'm training my brain slowly and surely to not be so critical and look at myself in more of a loving lens, like the way I would look at a friend or a best friend, you know? And until I like mentally start treating myself as a best friend, because the words that we're saying, it's not about what comes out of our mouth, it's literally what is in our head that is what we are projecting onto ourselves. So it's like harder to do this for ourselves than other people, but I think it's just so important to like stop talking mean to yourself. Like you would never do this to anyone else. So like stop, you don't deserve that. And when you catch yourself doing it, fix it, okay? Check yourself and say something that is nice. I also think it's really important to provide support to yourself in the way that a true best friend would. Like if your friend felt low about herself, she was going through a tough breakup, she or he or they were going through a tough breakup and you needed to provide them with support in that moment, you would. You would be probably, you would be there for them physically, you would give them a hug, maybe you would give them a pep talk, you would provide them with the support they needed in that moment. In the same way, I think it's so important to do that for yourself. Like if if that is the pillar of what being someone's friend is, is providing support in those times, you need to start doing that for yourself. When you feel low, it's so important to be there for yourself and not invalidate your emotions. Like no matter what emotion you're feeling, it is so valid to be feeling that. And you shouldn't judge that emotion. Validate them and make sure that you remind yourself like it's okay for you to be experiencing these things and providing yourself what you need in those moments. Like not relying on someone else to to fill your cup. For me, when I'm experiencing like intense emotions, I like to verbally remind myself like it's okay, you can be experiencing these even if I don't want to necessarily be feeling a certain way in the moment. I just reconfirm to myself that it's okay, I can be feeling this way try to identify the need that i'm seeking to fill externally maybe or just in general and then i fill it myself so for example if i need a pep talk in that moment i will just look in the mirror and i will give myself that pep talk if i feel like i just want a hug and there's no one around that's giving me a hug i will just give myself a hug i will think about what would make me feel better if someone was here to give that to me and then I would give it to myself. I also think that providing advice to yourself is really important as well. And if you can't find that from within, maybe looking at sources online, Googling things, and just being able to grow in different ways alone. I definitely think it's really important, as I've been saying, to like validate your emotions, but I also think it's extremely important to validate yourself physically and in every way that you possibly can, as if you would do to a friend. And finally, on the part of giving to yourself as you would to a friend, I do think it's important to give yourself little treats, whatever way that looks like for you. So we all have different love languages and with our friends or our family or people we love, we tend to, to do little things for them, at least I do, I found in life. 
and then I will second guess the situations where I'm considering doing that same thing for myself. I mentioned this on a video like a couple months ago, but a few months back, I was like doing this thing where every time I would go out, I would come back with a little treat for my boyfriend or my sister, or I'd do something nice for someone else. Like for example, like I would go out and I would buy someone like a little like $3 coffee, or like I would get a card from the dollar store and write someone a card, or I would like see a, a nice scented candle and it was like on sale and I'd buy it for someone just to like make people happy but then when I'm out when I was out during those times and I thought oh I would love a coffee right now instead of just going out and buying myself coffee I'd be like mm, you know we have lots of coffee at home I could just go home and I can make myself coffee yet I would spend the time and money to go out and get a coffee for someone else because for some reason I was like seeing it as more valuable if I was giving it to someone else but then I came to the realization like, hey, what are you doing? Like, you need to be giving to yourself in that same way that you're giving to other people. Self-love comes first. You need to fill your own cup. And that's not me saying I'm going to go out for a coffee every single day of the week. But once a week, once every couple of weeks, I'm like craving like a certain thing. Like I want this $5 sushi roll. I want to go sit and have lunch by myself for like a little bit. Like why not give it to myself if it's really going to make me feel happier and prioritizing myself in the same way. Super, super important. I think I would urge everyone to like take catalog of what they're doing for other people and start doing it for themselves as well as start doing things for yourself that you want other people to do for you if you don't have people in your life doing them for you already. For example, like I love getting flowers. I get flowers all the time actually. I'm so, not all the time, like I am very thankful like sometimes over big occasions uh, I will have my friends send me flowers or my boyfriend like randomly I'm staring at a bouquet of flowers from him that I got like last week or week and a half ago and that's so sweet but it doesn't happen all the time and I love flowers so when I don't have a bouquet I don't just like wait for someone to get it for me I also don't like ask for people to get it for me because I can fill my own cup so I just go out and I buy the flowers that I want and that makes a big difference in my life I obviously don't buy every single thing in life that I've ever thought of that I want because I also have financial goals etc that I'm like working to but these little things that I have identified will make a big difference in my life I, I give to myself and because I'm giving to myself coincidentally other people see that and they say wow she holds herself to a certain standard she must expect that and so they start treating me with that same level of like giving and respect and like it's just when you give it to yourself then I find people follow suit it's like you're treating yourself at a certain caliber because you are a certain caliber all this to say is treat yourself good so that first half of what I just spoke about was definitely more on how to become your own best friend so after you've mastered that let's talk about ways to spend more time alone by yourself and actually enjoy it first thing that i want to talk about is a list of things that you could have either written out or just in your head of go-to things that you enjoy doing. For this, I think it's really important to know yourself. I actually asked my boyfriend prior to filming this podcast about how he spends time alone and how he enjoys it and any advice he'd have because he's really good at doing this too. To be honest, I wouldn't be able to be with anyone who wasn't good at doing this 
because I am such an independent person and I like my independence and so does he. So I thought he'd give some valuable insight. And what he said was his favorite thing about doing things alone is that he has full control over what he does, when he goes home, what he eats, where he sees, and he likes having that autonomy. And I could see that and I can understand that for myself. But that begs the question is you kind of have to know what you want and what you like in order to feel like that full control is a good thing. And right now for me, I'm just going to speak on my personal experience, I do feel like I know what I like and what I don't in situations and just recently like within the past six months or so I've been able to really fall back into more of my intuition and like not sit in past thoughts or future thoughts rather like in the present moment and really assess in that moment what I feel like doing and I've been able to identify that more but there have been times in my life in the past year or two years recent where I felt like I had no idea what I wanted to do especially when I was with another person sometimes it was hard for me to really know what I wanted to do if someone was like oh do you want to go do this activity like you want to go to the arcade or do you want to go to the movies I would genuinely not know I wouldn't be able to decide because in my head I was like oh like I'm gonna make the best of of both situations doesn't really matter but really I was I like wasn't able to make decisions because I just didn't feel like I knew what I wanted to do in the moment it was like cloudy for me I guess and I think it's good for everyone to maintain like oh regardless of what we do or what the situation is I'm gonna have a good time because it's a choice but I think it is also important to know what you feel like doing in the moment and being able to make decisions based on yeah what your feelings are in the moment and there are some times where like you genuinely don't mind either way but it is important to make decisions so yeah all this to say like i have definitely been in situations many many times where like i don't know what i want to do but most recently i've been able to be like no i'm just gonna make a decision and after i like put myself in a space where i'm like like just choose something like don't say oh I don't care either way and and practice making decisions I've been able to more identify what I like to do and yes with other people but also in general with me and by myself so I have a list of go-to's that I like to do that I know like regardless if I feel like doing them necessarily in that moment or not I will enjoy so I think yeah if you're trying to spend more time by yourself know what your go-to's are where it's like okay if I do this there is high likelihood that I'm gonna enjoy it or feel good about it for me that looks like going outside for a walk I almost always like really like this is like 99% of the times okay maybe not 99 but like 95% of the times when I go outside for a walk I go outside and I don't listen to anything at the start I just think and then if I feel like listening to voice notes from my friends I'll do that or listen to a podcast or just music or walk in silence I will do that and almost every single time when I go for a walk specifically when I go for a walk by the water I'm very blessed I live by Lake Superior like right down the street so when I go for a walk I always feel good other go-to's that I have are like meditating I almost always feel better after I meditate these are more mindful activities I would say like activities that are more 
um, maybe self-reflective or extremely in the moment and not like very stimulating. That's what I really enjoy to do by myself. I like to journal. That's a go-to that almost always makes me feel better, whether that's journaling because I have a lot of thoughts and I want to like think through them and release those thoughts. Or if I just feel like gratitude journaling and upping my mood like that, those are some of my go-tos. I also like to go for food, but I don't usually try new foods by myself, which is something maybe I should do. I also love fine dining. I'm not gonna lie, I love food i just love food but i don't i don't think i've ever gone fine dining by myself that's one thing i would like to do i usually just go for sushi by myself or something like that like something more casual that i know i'm gonna love like i always love sushi it almost like scares me to go to like a nice fancy expensive restaurant by myself because i'm like what if i don't like it but at the same time that could happen if I went with someone else. So you know what? Maybe I will do that by myself. So yeah, having a list of go-tos that you enjoy doing will definitely make it easier so that there's less thought that needs to go into it when you are by yourself. Oh, another random thing I like to do by myself is go shopping. I don't know why I've never been someone who enjoys going shopping with someone else. I think I just like the fact that when I'm alone, I don't need to feel like someone's waiting for me if I wanna try things on in the change room. It just gives me more autonomy. So yeah i like doing that but you know what i enjoy doing is not necessarily what other people will enjoy doing i think it's important to identify what generally you like enjoy doing like for example are you more creative do you like drawing do you like painting things like that or are you more reflective like for me like a great need i have in my life is growth and i get a lot of that need filled when i read or i reflect um, and i learn things or i educate myself so like enrolling in online courses i actually really enjoy that and i consider it something that i like by myself and that actually leads to a good point which is the six human needs is something that if you guys haven't heard of it i would highly recommend you look into it it was very popularized by tony robbins but a lot of psychologists and different people speak on it and in my opinion it's really good to just be aware of let me pull that up right now and tell you what they are so the six human needs are actually something that i have talked about on multiple youtube videos before, but they are the needs that many psychologists say are underlying every decision that we make. Like every choice in our life, every feeling that we're having, everything that we're doing is because we are trying to give ourselves more of one of these needs. So the reason I'm bringing this up is because it's important, in my opinion, to understand like why you're making the choices you do. And if there are areas in your life that you really find enjoyable, understanding what need that fills and then doing things by yourself that fill that need and those activities alone will become a lot more enjoyable. So I'll read out those six needs now. Um, so the six needs in no particular order are one, certainty. So feeling like you know what is going on and you have that security that that safety and then the second need is uncertainty so feeling like there's some variety some excitement in life the third need is significance so feeling like you're significant in some way 
The fourth is connection and love. Won't expand on that one. The fifth is growth. So feeling like you are growing, you are expanding. And then the sixth is contribution. So how much you are contributing to whatever it is that you want to contribute to. Probably the world in this situation if we're talking about your personal needs. So although every single person has all of those needs within them, there is a hierarchy of these needs and it's going to be really difficult probably for you to rank them. But one activity that I did, it was actually referred by Thais Gibson, who has a lot of really amazing YouTube videos. She's a psychologist and she has an online school that I've taken for personal development. And she recommended to rank these needs, no matter how hard you find that, rank them personally to you and see which one and two, one, two, and three are like highest for you. So for me, I identified that love and connection is number one for me. And right underneath that, like very close to that is growth, like my need for growth. And to me, that made a lot of sense because when I look at the things I tend to enjoy in my life, they are most often than not I get the most fulfillment out of things that are giving me love and connection with my friends with my family with my partner with myself it's when I feel the most loved and like I'm giving the most love as well is when I feel like oh yeah like this is life like this is amazing and then second to that very close to that is my experience of growth I love to travel and that is for me a symptom of growth because when I travel I feel like I experience so much growth I learn so much more in such a short period of time and it's interesting because I was speaking to my boyfriend about this who also loves to travel but his need for growth is not as high as mine his is lower but his need for variety is higher than mine and so we connect on the interest of travel but the reason the underlying need that that is fulfilling for us is different like my need that that travel is fulfilling is the growth and his is the variety because he maybe he needs some variety in his life so it's just interesting to think about these things and become more self-aware in this way because when you can identify the first couple that are most important for you you can then choose activities that fulfill that need on the greatest level and also activities that fulfill that need for you that match up with other people in your life but we're talking solo here so like just things that are fulfilling to you Next thing you gotta do to enjoy time by yourself, in my opinion, is actually to not do something. Obviously, if you're trying to be productive, get things done, study for something, you finish something for work, that is completely different. But if you're just trying to enjoy time by yourself, don't set a list of things that you necessarily need to do. Now, this might seem contradictory to what I said earlier in this, which is that there should be a list of things that are your go-tos when you don't know what to do, which you definitely should still have. But in the moment, I think it's really important to decide what you feel like doing based on the current circumstance and the present moment. Because when you're hanging out with a friend, you don't have like a list of things that you need to do and times on which you have to do them. You're not like, oh, like first we're gonna go to a 45 minute walk, then we're gonna go for sushi, then we're gonna have a coffee, and then we're gonna do this. Typically what you're doing is even if you have an idea of where you're going and what times, if in that moment you're like, this walk is so amazing and also we are not hungry, you will maybe not go for sushi. You will extend the walk because you're having 
so much fun. So being able to be in the present moment by yourself, super important as well. For me personally, I, I don't know if this is a problem everyone has, but like something that I used to struggle with and still sometimes it comes up is I'm so structured in my brain that I'm like, okay, I know the things that make me happy. I know the things I like to do. I, I like to meditate, go for a walk and journal, for example. So I have this day that I'm spending by myself. Like I need to meditate. I need to journal. Like I need to do these things. And if I don't do these things, then I feel like bad about it. Like I was giving myself obligations to do these things where it's like I definitely don't need to do that like in the moment if I feel like just cuddling by myself in bed and watching a show I should just do that because that is what <laughs> my body and my mind is craving in that present moment and I should totally just give it to myself so trying to be more intuitive with what you want and giving yourself what you want in the moment giving yourself grace as we talked about before all of these things mixed in together and then you know just to start out like if this is like your very first beginning like how am i going to enjoy time by myself just even if it's not just make a list of things you want to do you want to try in life and then start checking them off like make a bucket list why not a solo adventure bucket list one thing that i wasn't going to talk about in this video it just popped in my head one of the best travel experiences i've ever had and i've traveled quite a bit was a solo weekend i did by myself to bratislava in slovakia <laughs> and vienna austria austria vienna wait what vienna austria oh my goodness yeah anyways i went to these two places by myself for the weekend when i was living in barcelona and i was actually traveling a lot with friends or like group travels but this was a travel that i just like booked randomly by myself and i had the best time ever it was so random like i randomly went to slovakia for no reason other than the flight was like super cheap last minute so i went and it was amazing i had an amazing experience traveling like fully alone for that weekend just adventuring because i was able to just walk around stop at whatever store i wanted to eat whatever i wanted to it was truly that feeling of like full self-control and it was super exciting this would push a lot of people out of their comfort zone i do understand that but like really like putting myself in a situation where i was like there is no turning back like i am alone here i am alone it forced me to, to go out to, to do things. I did meet people along the way and that was really cool as well. And that's another thing with being by yourself. Like you end up meeting people in ways that you not typically would if you were with someone else and another solo person would maybe feel a little bit more uncomfortable to approach you. Anyways, that is all for this video today. Video slash podcast, whatever channel you are watching this on. Thank you for joining me on this. I think that regardless of where you are, if you have made it to this point of this video, no matter what your situation is, if you're in a relationship this February, if you are solo, if you spend a lot of time by yourself, or if you don't and this is your first experience thinking about this, regardless, I, I am going to challenge you to put in your calendar one day, schedule it fully for yourself and do not make plans with any other people. Do not schedule work on that day. Do not study that day, like fully just keep that day open. Have an idea maybe of things that you potentially could do, but in that, on that day, like 
wake up and do what you feel like in that moment give yourself the things that you want go experience something new by yourself compliment yourself give yourself every single thing that you want someone else to give you on that day and schedule it in your calendar and let me know either in the comments below or send me a dm on what day you're going to do that for yourself and what you end up doing that day that would make me so phenomenally happy if i saw that if i saw pictures from you guys and i like this is this is essential this is a challenge i'm giving you guys and i'm doing it for myself as well and i will let you guys know how my day goes too maybe i'll even make a second part two podcast on this anyways i hope you guys all have a beautiful day i know you will i know it is such an abundant day full of so many blessings and so much luck for you today and i am so grateful to have had the opportunity to share in the space with you share this energy with you i am so excited for your amazing life and for all the amazing experiences you have coming for you coming along this journey with me i will see you guys next tuesday but before i see you guys please do not forget to like to rate this podcast on all platforms please subscribe to the youtube channel if you have not for this podcast and last but not least have a beautiful day go leave this video leave this podcast and compliment yourself right now no joke go look at yourself in the mirror tell yourself three things about yourself physically or emotionally or anything that you appreciate about yourself okay and then let me know down in the comments below when that is done i will see you guys very soon in the next episode bye